Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. So 35-year-old Missouri resident Joshua Colgan told the world about his plan to attack the Capitol in advance. On December 27th of 2020, Colgan posted on Facebook, quote, we're getting our country back. We're going to show the world who's in charge on the 6th. On December 30th, he was more explicit. He posted, quote, it is January 6th. We're storming the Capitol by the millions to take back our country. Then on New Year's Eve, he wrote, quote, there for one reason, to help make sure our president doesn't leave his seat. And, quote, war needs to happen. Then on January 2nd of 2021, Colgan posted, quote, we're storming that motherfucker hard, man. No punctuation. And Colgan separated the words mother and fucker. So it made the sentence very awkward. <laughs> Go back and listen to it in that context if you want a good laugh. Anyway, I'm just saying. Um, so Colgan didn't stop there. The day before the Capitol attack, he wrote in part, quote, Today is the start of the chaos, the start of a revolution, the end of a chapter. State several million brothers and sisters united at our nation's capital to overthrow this corrupt government and to form a new brotherhood of patriots that will be permanently carved into our history books to never be forgotten. We love our president, Donald Trump, his family, everything he's come to us since day one, even while being slandered, cheated, and ported on. <laughs> his continuous fight for his people to ensure their future has not stopped. It's time we return the favor. God, he has them so fooled. <laughs> so anyway, and I read that as it was, by the way. I didn't make up words. I didn't, you know, try to make it sound <laughs> worse. It just was written that way. Anyway, on January 6th, Colgan was seen on surveillance video illegally entering the Capitol. He remained inside for about 10 minutes. And on January 7th, because his Facebook account had been shut down, Colgan had one of his friends post a message that he wrote, but on their Facebook page. Um, so this was on his behalf. Colgan's rant was filled with all the usual conspiracy theory BS about the police bringing in hundreds, he said, of Antifa members from outside of the city. He lied and said that everyone who entered the Capitol was Antifa and, quote, not one patriot made entry. I mean, since he went in, I guess he's saying and admitting that he's not a patriot. So good on you, Colgan, for realizing that fact. Then he went on to blame all of the broken windows and all of the damage on Antifa. And Colgan claimed that he got all of this on video. This is my favorite part of the screed, though. Quote, I got close footage of patriots calmly walking in the front door, fist bumping Capitol Police, welcoming us with Kindles. I mean, Kindles? If I knew that they were handing out free reading tablets that day, I probably would have gone to the Capitol. <laughs> I'm just, again, I'm just saying. Anyway, 
Colgan went on to say that he was, quote, there when Ashley Babbitt was shot and murdered in capitals, in all caps, um, in cold blood by the Capitol Police, and I'll never unsee the horror that unfolded. Okay, no, no, he was not. To my knowledge, Colgan was nowhere near Ashley Babbitt when she was shot. I will never understand this. I will never understand why these people have this sick desire to boast about being at the scene of a shooting. It is bizarre. So on August 4th of 2021, Colgan was interviewed by the the FBI. He admitted to being at the Capitol, but he repeatedly lied and said that he never entered. He continued to blame Antifa. He said that he had a, quote, good time. So Colgan was arrested on May 2nd of 2022, and he was charged with entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, and parading or demonstrating in a Capitol. In January of 2023, Colgan pleaded guilty to the parading charge, and he was looking at a maximum of six months in jail, five years of probation, and 5,000 in fines. But the prosecutor asked for only 30 days in jail, three years of probation, 60 hours of community service, and 500 in restitution. This is pathetic, considering that he has a lengthy criminal history. So here it goes. In 2004, he was convicted of aggravated criminal mischief. In 2006, Colgan was convicted of criminal mischief and interference with constitutional rights. He was again convicted of criminal mischief in 2010 and then again in 2017. And Colgan has two additional felony convictions in 2010, one for eluding an officer and then the other was for operating a motor vehicle under the influence. In 2015, Colgan was convicted of trespassing and harassment. Then in 2020, Colgan was convicted of domestic assault. And following the Capitol attack, Colgan was convicted of operating a watercraft under the influence. And the prosecutor says that he repeatedly failed to comply with his conditions of pretrial release while he was out on bond for this case. And apparently he continually tested positive for weed and alcohol. And also, without notifying the court, he applied to the state of Maine to have his firearm rights reinstated. You're not allowed to do that. (laughs) You know, you're out on bail for a crime, for a federal crime. So he tried to get his, his weapons reinstated, did not bother to mention that. So U.S. District Judge Dabney Friedrich presided over Colgan's case. And at the sentencing hearing, Colgan told the judge, quote, I do understand that what I did was wrong and that I shouldn't have been there. And if I had a time machine, I would take all of this back. This was my favorite part, though. Colgan said, quote, I'm a very hardworking man. My daughter is my life. I literally live for her. Really? Really? You literally live for your daughter. Then why weren't you home with her? on January 6th. It kind of looks like he literally lives for Donald Trump and not his daughter. Anyway, in the end, Judge Friedrich sentenced Colgan to 28 days in jail, 90 days of home detention, three years of probation, and $500 in restitution. Better than I expected from Friedrich, by far. Uh, But the prosecutors completely failed in this case. 
almost every single person, every single January 6th defendant who said in advance that they were planning to storm the Capitol, they were all charged almost to a person with obstructing an official proceeding. So this prosecutor was either way too weak or they're a MAGA sympathizer because he should have been hit with that charge based on all of the other cases. All right, guys, I will let you know if I hear any more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you all. Take care and I'll talk with you soon.